Yeah, direct misfire, talking many war games. Ben Summon Spoon are taking aim. Comment, like, and subscribe today, keeping you notified and up to date. Hello, champs, and welcome once again to another one of our army breakdowns. Joining me today, as always, is Spoon as we tackle the Empire of Dust. So pull up a seat, grab a bevo, and let's get into it. How you going, Spoon? Yeah, not too bad yourself. Yeah, it's doing much better than uh, the last recording. Barry White voice <laughs> has gone. <laughs> Feeling a lot better. That's good news. Yes, it is. All right, what's been going on? Empire of Dust, that's what we're doing. Uh, how about we start off with you going through the story, the background, okay? So here goes, this is a brief rundown of the fluff for Empire of Dust. For those that are interested, the Empire of Dust are located to the west of Ophidia, and this is where the broken towns and cities of the once great Empire of the Ammonites exists. So this all began in the Time of Light, a little beyond the region that's now known as the Cracked Lands. Uh, those that lived there were forced to migrate north due to drought and plague. As they settled, uh, they began to trade with other noble races in the near region, so the elves, kingdoms of men and dwarves, and they become quite influential in the economic and political stability of the southern region. After a while, the Ammonites started dabbling in necromancy, and they believed in an existence after death. They were raising their most loyal warriors to serve again, and it was known as purification. Their new lands started to dry up and the art of purification had begun to spread. More dead were being raised from their rest and no consent was given from the families of the dead. It was just kind of ignored. The, the dead that were raised were becoming slaves for the living. Uh, the noble houses plunged even deeper into darkness and the cities of the empire began to echo with the groans of the dead. Uh, the people of the Towns and cities sort of feared the sun setting because the nobles and their private armies were turning on each other. As the Ammonite Empire began to consume itself, uh, the princes of the north decided to gather their people and escape. These princes were seen as the saviours and were named the god kings of the people. Uh, this journey had taken its toll on the, the young realm and it was quite vulnerable. The god kings decided to use necromancy once again to strengthen their realm, but this time the motives were a little different. They had strict laws uh, restricting the learning and practice of necromancy, and the empire grew and become they become the masters of undeath. Um, the, the god kings sort of cast their eyes towards the ancient empire they'd left behind, and they thought the uh, madness had to be stopped. So the God Kings gathered together their most trusted uh, Magi and summoned a lethal uh, sandstorm that engulfed the Ammonite armies, tearing flesh from bones, driving them back to the wastes. Plagues of insects devoured the living so thoroughly that as the swarm passed, only bone remained. The Ophidian curse condemned an entire civilization to eternal torment of undeath, and this is why the Empire of Dust exists. That end. Okay, so that was that. Uh, now let's get into the army-wide special rules. So the Empire of Dust are an evil alignment um, army, and 
the first rule is the curse of undeath. So this gives the uh, units marked as such life leech one, um, and they've also got casket of the damned, which is a unit upgrade. And once per game, uh, when that unit is targeted by a surge spell, you get to roll an extra five dice, and that counts towards the surge result. And you have to declare before rolling, so you can't cheat and say otherwise. Um, and then once that's used, if you've got a marker, just to say that they don't have the casket anymore, so you don't forget, that would be a good idea. But it makes for very fast undead. Yeah. Great upgrade. Okay, how about let's go through the army itself. Yep, not a worry. Um, just a word of warning before we go any further. Some of this is going to cross over with our... Undead. undead, yes, since so they're both undead. we may repeat some of the same magic items and same stats and whatnot for some of the units. But we have very fabulous voices, so I'm sure you'll Just enjoy. listen to us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, right. uh, take it away. Start with the first entry. Uh, we've got Skeleton Warriors. These guys here, Sword and Board Fanatics, uh, Speed 5, Melee 5, uh, no ranged attack, uh, 4-up defense, uh, 10, 12, and 25 attacks because they, sorry, they come in troop regiment and horde. Mm-hmm. Uh, nerve is uh, fearless 12, 16, and 23, and mm-hmm. points 65, 90, 150. Uh, their special rules shambling, uh, and they can take the casket of the dam for 10 points if you wish. Mm-hmm. So, very decent block troop. Uh, melee 5 is not great, defense 4 is okay, but they're cheap for what they are, and they're fearless. Yep. Um, casket, would you use it? Probably not, because I'd be using these guys as uh, an anvil if I was going to take them. Mm, I think you must be hard-pressed if you're going out attacking um, and being offensive with the warriors, because melee uh, five is not going to do much. I mean, if you can get a flank or something, it might be worthwhile, mm. but... Uh, in a couple of better hordes, units. for 150 yeah. points each at Fearless 23 is nothing to sniff at. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably not the casket though. Yeah, yeah. Magic items? Would you give them anything? Bibu, I probably wouldn't. Uh, just, I'd rather keep them cheap. I might just stick a five-point item on them so they can do something when they're not doing anything. Yeah. Um, or the bomb. <laughs> uh, that's not a bad one. That's probably one of the better units actually in this army to put it on. I think. Mm. From memory. Yep. Mm. All right. Next. Move on to the Scally Spearmen. So these are the Sword and Board brothers with Spears. longer weapons. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, these guys, like the Sword and Board guys, come in Troop Regiment Horde. Uh, same-ish stats. Uh, the attacks um, change to 10, 15, and 30. Uh, nerve is the same, and the points go up 75, 105, 175. Special rules, phalanx, and shambling, uh, and they can also take the casket. Mm. This, I would rather take these guys than warriors. Um, it's not a huge point investment, um, so you've got something a bit more defensive with the phalanx and more attacks. It probably won't equate to many wounds. Extra wounds, but yeah, more damage. Yep. It is more. Yep. Um, and I think also the psychology, if someone asks how many attacks does that have, and you say 30 for the horde, mm. instead of this 25, which is standard, it might give them pause. Um, but I'd rather take these guys. I'll take the warriors if I've got points issues <laughs> Yeah. and want to fit other okay. things in. Yep. Uh, Makes but, sense. 
nice defensive block, keep them defensive. Uh, I definitely would. I wouldn't bother with magic items or caskets on either of those units. I don't no, think it's worthwhile. I wouldn't either. Hmm. Next. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you want to do the next one? Sure. These guys, the Revenants, so these are um, a bit of a step up in terms of combat ability. They come in Troop Regiment and Horde. Speed 5 like everything else. Melee 4, so they punch a bit better. No ranged. Defense 5, which is good. And 10, 12, 25 attacks, um, which is fairly standard. Their nerves slightly better than the Warriors and Spearmen. They've got 13, 17, 24 fearless. And as you'd expect, you pay a bit more for it. 85, 120, and 200 for the Horde. Uh, these guys only have Shambling, nothing fancy there, and you can give them um, Crushing 1 to drop their defense to 4 instead, and that upgrades, or if you want to call it an upgrade, is free, and also can take the casket. Um, thoughts? I have um about taking the CS1 for free on these guys so many times, mm. and I think if I put them in an army list again, I definitely would do it. Mm-hmm. At all levels, or is there a... Uh, only at Horde, probably. Yeah. Troop, troop and Regiment. I'd... There's not enough attacks to warrant, and I think yeah. Defense 4, they'll just get shot off easier. They will, yeah. Uh, troop and Regiment, I'd I'd probably keep them at Defense 5. Mm-hmm. Um, and it comes down to what magic items you want to put on. Caskets, definitely worth them, if you're going to take that um, extra CS1 to get mm. them into combat quicker. I mean... Defense 5 Regiment with Fearless 17 is pretty good. <laughs> just, just a little stop block. Uh, when you're comparing these these guys with another unit entry that's a little further down, mm. if I think if you're going to go a Regiment, you might as well go the better Regiment, which you pay a little All comes for. down to points, though. Yeah. Yep. Because there's a bit of a difference there. Yeah, there is a bit of a dis- difference. but. Um, and they've got Life Leech 1 as well, so... That kind of helps them kick around a bit longer. Um, I like the sound of them. Yeah, they're all right. There's nothing nothing wrong with them. Mm, these are um, your mid-infantry. Yep, definitely. Uh, magic items, would you take anything on them? Ooh, I probably wouldn't take anything offensive unless I was going the crushing one to make them hit a bit harder. Yep. Um, maybe phalanx, but that's fairly expensive. If I was going horde, I'd put that on them, the 35-point yeah, item. I was going to say Phalanx, or even if I was going down the CS1 route, I'd mm. go for the extra brew of strength on top of that. So okay, CS2. Yeah. That'd be pretty good on a horde. Mm. Yeah. Pretty hard hitting. Yep. Um, and if that was the case, I'd also probably take the casket. Yeah. Oh, you've got it. If you're making them ag- aggressive, you've got to take the casket mm. to get them in there quicker before they take too many wounds. I don't think you would in any situation take casket on a more defensive unit that you've got that you're thinking of in terms of roles for your army. I don't see how that would work defensively. No, no. Doesn't make much sense. Nope. Next one. Next one. Um, let's go to the skeleton archers. Yep. Uh, so much like the warriors, speed five. Um, worse melee with six up. Have a standard range of five up. Defense is 3, as you'd expect for a ranged unit. Attacks is 8, 10, and 20, because they also come in troop regiment hordes. Um, standard nerve, like the warriors and spearmen, at 12, 16, 23, fearless. And the points are 75, 100, and 165 for the horde. They have bows, so 24 inch shooting, and shamble, and casket is the only option that they can take. So, 
it's a, I don't know, 75-point troop would be okay. Uh, great. They're not too bad at troops, troop point levels. I think we went over this in the undead yeah. list for deployment drops and that sort of thing. Don't expect them to take a whole heap of wounds off something if no. you're taking them at that, that size. Um, we'll take off a couple of wounds here and there, and that's mm-hmm. probably all they're going to do. Um, and that's all you want them to do. You don't yeah. want them to winning your games, but helping out. Mm. Yeah. Regiment and Horde. Horde, I'd consider. Regiment, I don't know. I Yeah, it seems it's too, mm, too expensive to be a drop and yeah. Not doesn't enough have output. enough attacks yeah, yep. for the offensive side. Instead, I would go their cousins, the Skeleton Crossbowmen, which is another entry that we have. Um, the stats are exactly the same, except for the points, which is 85, 115, and 190. And that gives them crossbows, so it's the same range, but piercing one and reload with the casket option. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is probably a better way to go if you've got the points. I mean, it's not much more, but piercing one. Helps. I don't. I wouldn't be moving them about, so I don't think the reload would matter too much. And if you want them to move forward, if you're desperate, just shamble them and then shoot. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's probably not a bad idea. These guys, uh, um, the crossbowmen, probably would share this oh, similar magic items. I, I think between the two units yeah. as well. Uh, if you were going to put them on there, um, four wins on the horde might be okay. If they're just oh, yeah, sitting definitely. back and shooting. Yep. A crossbows. Longer range? No, it's 24-inch. Heavy, heavy crossbows are longer, aren't yes. they? Yes. Yep. All right, okay. Yeah, that's probably not a bad one, so you can sit them up the back somewhere and um, mm. shoot from further back. Um, Extra piercing. You don't want to go too high, because otherwise you might as well just buy the... the uh, like Guardian one. Arches. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, plus one to hit's another one if you're not taking the monst- monstrous infantry mm-hmm. or large infantry. Um, yeah, there's a couple of items that these guys can both take. Uh, anything else you'd put on them? Mm, no. No? No. Maybe the uh, scrying gem. Oh, yeah. Something that benefits the whole army. Yeah. Yep. So okay. you know where to, where to put them down, I guess. That's probably not a bad one. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Let's move into the next one. Um, the next unit entry is mummies. Uh, they come in troops and regiments. Uh, speed 5, melee 4, no ranged attack, defense 5, attacks 10 and 12. Uh, they're fearless at 14 and 18 and points at 120 and 170. These guys come with uh, CS2, regeneration, 5 up and shambling, and you can give these guys a casket. Mm-hmm. I think that's a bit of an odd one, just because they have CS2, not a lot of attacks. So... But the defense five and regen five, so they can block up and hold they, pretty well. They can take a hit. Like slash eighteen. Yeah. Slash eighteen's nothing to laugh at. No, so that's it's a good little block there for mm. one seventy. Mm. Um, if you have some good smarts and trying to get them into a flank, then the CS two can really pummel there. Mm. But I don't think ten or twelve attacks is is going to do much. So I wouldn't be fanging them forward, hoping to kill things. No, no. <laughs> uh, but two regiments, 170. Mm. But then, yeah, I think Revenants at 120, so 50 points less for the same sort of anvil. The nerve oh. drops by one. Yeah, yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're sure, paying, you don't have regen, but... Yeah, you're paying for the regen and stuff. That like Regen will keep them alive that little bit longer. Mm. That's why I like them. But 50 points a regiment is a lot. 
you can get another unit if you took two revenant regiments instead of two mummies. Could, yep. Um, so that's something that you got to toss you up. you got to weigh it up. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, casket situational. Yeah, I'd agree. Comes down to your army, army structure. Yeah. Are you using them as an anvil or something that potentially can get a flank? Mm. Um, any items on these guys? Brew of Courage is the first one that comes to mind for me. Just to make sure that they stick around. Yeah, so it uh, makes your regen work a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they go to a slash 19 instead of slash 18 or slash 15 if you're only taking a troop. But on a troop, I'd be pretty reluctant mm. to put anything on them. No. Dragoned item might be okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Makes people want to charge them. <laughs> Mm. Otherwise, you're going to get some burny burnies. Yeah, even but even that. I mean, how many times are you going to be able to shoot it before they're char- charging into combat or being charged? Because once they take a hit, they can't shoot anyway. Mm. I don't know. They're too slow. I think maybe to have that. I mean, it could work. Mm. Don't know. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I face them, um, when you've had them on the table, I've kind of been put off charging them. So that's something that you got to think yeah. of. Yeah, just because they stick around for a yeah. while or tend to. If they get double charged or triple charged, it's all over. Yeah, so it's, it's a case of lining it up, but then yeah. you've got the rest of the army to think about, and that's mm. what the game's about. Mm. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get into some cavalry. Yes. Starting off with the skeleton cav. Um, troop and regiment, these guys. Speed 9, which is pretty good. Uh, melee 5 defense, four, 7 and 14 attacks with fearless 13, 16. 85 points and 130 for the regiment. Uh, these are Nimble, which is good. Shamble, which is not good, uh, considering. Um, and Thunderous Charge, 1. And they can have the casket. So these seem like light cav. That don't really act like light cav. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're cheap enough. Um, not a huge number of attacks. And only Thunder, 1. So they can still hit stuff, so you can't just ignore them. Uh, speed 9 and nimble, I mean, I think that's okay. I mean, unless you're fanging forward just straight, I don't think that matters too much with the shamble because most people will move forward, turn, and then that's it. Mm. Um, and 9 inches is a good chunk of movement. I think the nimble's all right when you're charging that the 18 inches for your double double move. Mm. I don't know, when you, when you don't get to march, the nimble doesn't really pay for itself all that often. It depends how you're using them too. Are they going to be chaff unit or are you going to take a regiment and hope to actually do a bit of damage? Yeah. I mean, regiments would be okay if you've got nothing else to punch. Uh, nah, Thunder 1. You have you have to be aiming for the flanks. Ever since they had written this list, I wondered why I would use these guys. I'm still a bit stumped. Troops, maybe. Regiment, I've just got no idea. 130. I mean, when you consider um, you've got worm riders, uh, that's almost 100 points more, though. Oh, yeah, they get expensive. You don't have a lot of cav. I don't think you need it. The speed 9, though. And for 85 points, I think it's okay. Yeah, for a troop, is fine. If you're going to use them as chaff, that's fine. Or something that can get around the sides and surge into a flank. Mm. That's not too bad. Hitting on fives, though. Yeah, that's a bit naff. If you're hoping to do a lot of damage. Yeah. But hitting on fives and, say, 28 attacks is okay. Oh, if you do it with a regiment, that's not too bad, yeah. Mm. I don't know. I just don't see the point. Cas- if you're going to take a regiment, you've got to take a casket with these guys. Yes, you do. It is essential to make sure that you get those flanks. Mm. Yep. Um, and that's all that you'd using it, be using it for, because you might 
turn, um, turn, move, turn, and so you might be, I don't know, maybe five or six inches out of a flank because you're not going to be able to zip right in there to the corner, so mm. casket helps there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All Magic right. items, would you give them anything? No. No. Not worth okay. it. All right, let's move on to their bros with bows. Bros with bows. Yes. So these guys also come in at troops and regiments. Uh, same speed, they've got a melee of six, uh, ranged attack of five, defense three, attacks are the same, uh, nerves the same, and the points go up a little bit at 95 and 145. So you get bows, nimble, and shambling. Regiments. Mm, I think I'm better off with a couple of troops. Yeah, troops, if anything. And even then... <laughs> seven seven shots hitting on fives doesn't really do a lot for me either. Mm. Ninety five points. I, I don't know. I just don't understand. It's more that these guys can now take objectives and get across the board, whereas your yeah, archer hordes and whatnot aren't going to be doing that. Yeah, yep, that's true. So if you're going mobile, this would be great. Yep. Um, I wouldn't put any items on them. Nah, nah not worth it. No. Ready. Okay. Uh, enslaved guardians. We're getting to the bigger boys now. Uh, these guys are pretty mint. Uh, they are regiment or horde, large infantry, speed 6, melee 4, defense 5, 9 and 18 attacks, which is pretty standard. Fearless 14, 17 at 160 and 245 points for the horde. Crushing 2, shambling and windblast 5. Nice little tasty treat there. Um, also have the option of taking the casket. I think these guys are fabo. These guys are amazing. Even, uh, I probably wouldn't take the regiments because I think it's too expensive for the nerve, 14 nerve, defense 5 for 160 points. Yep. Um, I don't think it's doing a whole lot there. Well, I'll take mummies for crushing 2 also, 14 nerve at 120 points. Mm, maybe in smaller points, point games they might be alright. Mm, I'd take maybe. mummies instead for the same thing. Because they're both defense 5, both nerve 14, mummies are 40 points cheaper. They just don't have wind blast. Mm. Yeah, yep. Um, That's and they've understandable. Got regen. Yes, like they do. So take the hordes for some punchy punchies, mm-hmm. I think. Um, I think Windblast is great. Maybe you could do a whole bunch of regiments and just Windblast everything. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be a pain in the ass, wouldn't it? Yeah, if you well, got only has an 8 and... inch range, though. Yeah, as careful. they're getting closer, push them back. Go away, push them back. <laughs> that would be interesting to watch, maybe annoying to play, but... <laughs> Oh, yeah, it would be. Someone give it a go and report back. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, these guys are one of my favourite units in the game. Um, you can use them to keep your uh, big guardian archers safe by wind blasting units backwards, mm-hmm. um, pushing units out of the way if you can get on a, on a flank or something to, so you can ping off uh, little individual characters that are hiding. Mm-hmm. What else can you do? Um... That's it. Oh, no, no, no. You could push uh, units off objectives in, uh, in the last turn. Yeah. Yeah. So There's if you another, take a couple of them, big one. Yeah. Let's make sure that they get pushed off. That's a magic sneaky, items sneaky trick. Yeah. It is, isn't it? Hmm. Uh, nothing shooty because they got wind blast. Um, uh, I think elite. Elite could do. You could go extra crushing if you wanted. I I'd personally just go elite. So you're getting the extra attacks if you roll on ones and the wind elite blast. Elite or vicious. Either or. Yeah, I wouldn't even bother with fishes. You don't get to re-roll Wind Blast. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Well played. Um, but are you only taking one horde? Uh, at the moment. Okay. I would take three. So would I if I had <laughs> Well, I've got enough for two hordes. I got rid of six because I didn't think I needed three of them. 
Yeah, that's uh, a bit too much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These guys are pretty punchy. They're very, very good. Yeah, uh, take casket on them. Well yep. worth it. Yeah, if you go and punch, you've got to take casket. Um, it also makes people think, oh, that mm. guy's got a casket. He could surge in from the sides and get me in the kidneys. Um, <laughs> but enough about them. Let's go with their other bow bros. The Enslaved Guardian Archers, uh, speed 6, melee 5, range 5, defense 4, so as you'd expect there, same attacks, 9, 18, same nerve, 14, 17, fearless, and the points are the same. What does that give you? It gives you heavy crossbows, so 36 inch range, piercing 2. They have crushing 1, they don't crush as much as the Guardians, um, and they reload shamble and casket option. Again, just like the Ogart shooters, these are pretty sweet with the plus one to hit. Yep. 36 inch range, hitting on fours, piercing two. Elite also works. Reroll the ones if you want to make them a little cheaper. Yep. If you've got two of the two hordes of these guys, put one with a plus one, one with elite, and annoy everyone. <laughs> Be that guy that no one wants to play. The jerk. Yeah. I think you, when you see these guys, you've got, almost got to compare them to your crossbowmen and archers as well. I know that these guys are going to have a higher damage output. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also things that these the enslaved guardian archers can do that the other two units cannot do. And what is that? They can actually fight a round of close combat. Indeed they can. I mean, it's melee five, but that's the same as um, that's the same. The skeletons. Crushing one, so that's better than the skeletons. <laughs> Yeah, Defense they do have a better the they have a better melee than the crossbowmen and archers at six. Yeah. Um, and more but, attacks. Yes. Plus so, the horde, which is twenty. It just means if you're forced to charge or countercharge if you've been charged, that they might actually do something rather than slap. Yeah. Um, reload is that a big deal? It is and it isn't. Um, I mean, there's games where we've played where I've had to sacrifice a round of shooting to. Turn, turn and surge mm. um, just to stop you from hitting me first mm-hmm. i'm sure that'll come about more often than not with flies and whatnot but mm-hmm. i think they're very versatile they can still shoot the crap out of stuff that comes towards you and worst case scenario if they have to duke it out mm. just defense four is a little low they will take a beating if they get charged first yeah I mean, with anything that has crushing or thunders which you'd think would if they're getting into you they're usually pretty fast which means it's cav or something that flies and it usually has one of those things yep um but hopefully you shoot them off before they get there yeah uh any other items other than the helping to hit um no, that's probably the best one elite's yep. good um, yeah, I mean, you could go the extra piercing if you really want to, but I think what do you, you think need of to be maybe have, sitting them in a corner and giving them the extra 12 inch range? Yeah, range 48. Well, it's a lot of board control, isn't it? Mm. It's got to hope nothing. that they've got nothing that can go in and disorder them. Yeah, <laughs> otherwise it's yeah. wasted. Uh, maybe if you've already got that uh, scrying gem in your list, it might be worthwhile. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Comes down to army construction, mm. then, I think. But you'll probably see most people just take the plus one to hit. Yep. Yeah. All right, what's next? Move on to some large infantry, I believe. Uh, we're already in large infantry. Oh, we are. Sorry. <laughs> we're coming to the most confusing large infantry, the height zero large infantry. Uh, we've got swarms. Yeah. So these guys come in regiments and hordes, speed six, melee five, uh, no ranged attack, defense two, uh, attacks nine and 18, uh, nerve, they're fearless, 12 and 15. And points, 65 and 100. Height zero, shambling, and they have Vanguard. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I don't see these guys doing much other than just getting in the face and sitting there with the yep. Vanguard. Because anything that hits them is damaging them. Yep. Uh, oh, they're great. Great blockers. Uh, if you've got while. gargoyles and you're charging into the swarms, make that's a bad idea because they're just going <laughs> to sit there for turns and turns doing nothing. Um, Learned from experience. But a uh, 65 point vanguarding unit is okay. I really like the swarms. I think they're so cost effective. Mm. Uh, also good for blocking um, if you park them in front of your archers, guardian archers. And that prevents a charge coming through for at least a turn. Mm-hmm. And that's only 65 points. Very, very cheap. Uh, that's how I'd use them. Yep. I, I usually just throw them in front of my combat blocks. Mm. Just be that speed bump. Yep. Poor swarms. Poor swarms. Uh, but yeah. they're cool. <laughs> if they do their job, yay swarms. Let's move on to the scavengers. These are... Oh, before you go, Ben. Yes, um, The swarms are irregular, so mm. they don't unlock anything. They are quite irregular. Same yes. as the scavengers. These guys are speed 10, uh, melee 5 defense, 4, 9 and 18 attacks like standard large infantry. Nerve. These guys can be wavered. 10 and 12, 13, 15 for the horde. 90 points and 135. Um, what's so good about these guys? They fly and they have life leech 2 instead of 1. Flying 10, no shamble. Yeah, no shamble. That's the big one. Mm. So this is why I do not understand why you'd take skeleton cavalry or skeleton arch cav. Because skeleton archer cav can shoot and they can be shambled yeah, into the still, flanks. For 90 points versus 95 or 85, you got a 20-inch charging life leech 2 unit. They're pretty good. Hmm, but they don't have the... I mean, you're hitting just on the defense of the opponent, though, so they've got no crushing or thunderous. Yep. Um, the cavalry be... has thunder, or they have bows, so... And the nerve's better as well, because they're fearless, uh, the cavalry, yeah. and higher. But you don't have many attacks, and you're hitting on the same value for close combat for the cav, and the, the ranged attack is hitting on five, so if you're taking a troop, you're going to be hitting with two or three, maybe. I just don't don't see the point. I think they fill similar roles. It all depends on, as it always does, mm. list composition, because Dropping from 18 to 14 attacks, you're also dropping 5 points. Your nerve goes up to 16. That can't be wavered. Uh, speed only drops by 1. Shambling, I don't think, is an issue, just because, like I said, I don't often just add the double, maybe once a game, if at all. Um, nimble, but fly gives you nimble. But, yeah, it's a shamble in the uh, casket is the big point of difference there, I, th- I feel. Um, fly is very good. Life Leech 2 is better. Scavengers are... Irregular, the cavalry aren't, so they're not unlocking anything. Yeah, but are you going to be using... See, for me, I would look at other units to unlock things rather than... I know they're cheap. Mm. I'll be using these guys like how I use my gargoyle, so I'll be taking regiments only. I wouldn't take the horde. Defense 4 with the low nerve of 13-15 is not going to last at all. Um, They'll be the things that I shoot at first because you don't want flying units around in your back line. Yep. So they're not going to last very long. So they have to do the job of getting in the way. Yeah, very quickly. Mm. So a couple of regiments would be all right. Yep. But just writing lists with the Abyssal Dwarves, because they don't have a lot of hordes, um, apart from lesser golems or the big decimator units, it's hard to unlock a lot of things. So you're taking more regiments. Yeah. yeah. Um, you spoil for choice in this list. Similar to mm. Undead, I think. So the irregular... Hurts them a little bit there, but again, 
that doesn't really matter if you're taking an enslaved guardian, enslaved guardian archers, hordes of shooters or um, revenants. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'd use yeah I'd take those in regiment form. Don't give them any items. Keep them as cheap as possible. Mm. They're only gonna die. Yeah. Yep. That's their yeah. point. Cool. Yeah. Um, I feel like in that way, life leech two is a bit of a waste. It is and it isn't. It's like those um silly things that happen. You know when your gargoyles manage <laughs> to survive a combat. Yep. Yeah. When they manage to survive a combat, the life leech two might actually, you know, it only has to keep them around for another turn and mm. that's it. Um, I don't know. If they survive a round of combat, they might heal too, but they're not. It's very unlikely that they survive that first round. Yeah. Um, but what if they decide to go chomp on a war machine after they've been hit? Then I don't That's... think the extra life leech is going to help. No, I mean if they've been char- say they've been charged by gargoyles, for example. Yeah. Right? They survive the round of combat and then they decide to charge because they're large infantry. Their height too mm-hmm. can see over the top. Mm-hmm. and charge a war machine. So mm-hmm. they've taken wounds, they've killed the war machine, they've recovered wounds. Might not mean much, but, I mean, if they're in, now in your back lines and hunting down characters and the likes, it could. So like your mages and stuff only have one attack. I mean, they might get breath-weaponed or something <laughs> along that line. But yeah. that, that breath-weapon is not hitting the rest of your army. I just think it's negligible. If they would have had Life Leech 1 to begin with, and that's just upping it to 2, 1 point on these low-nerve units... It's very situational, yeah. but I think it's still pretty cool. Um, so you've got choices there for chaff. So you've got your swarms, your scavengers, your skeleton cav troops, maybe even the archer cav troops. Mm-hmm. Uh, take your pick. All right, next. What are we into? Large cav, by the looks. Mm-hmm. How about you start us off with your favourite unit? The uh, <laughs> Revenant chariots. These guys... <laughs> Tell uh, me about them. Why are they... Reg- <laughs> regiments and horde... F- formations they are speed seven melee four uh defense oh sorry let's start again speed Mm -hmm. seven melee four range five defense four eight and 16 attacks fearless at 14 and 17 uh 115 points and 175 points so the special rules their base size is 50 by 100 they have bows yep shambling thunderous charge two uh, they can also take the casket for an extra 10 points. That base size is killer, bro. Yep. Especially in the horde formation. It is so big, because once you stuff up a combat, she's all over. Um, hmm. How do you use them? I mean, Thunder Charge 2 is okay, but they've also got bows. Do you move them forward shooting and then hope to run in head on? I think you've almost got to sit back, shoot, and wait. Because the regiment footprint's not so bad. That's the same size of... Or similar sizes to a large infantry horde. Yep. yep. Um, I, I think you've got to sit back, wait, use an anvil, and then get in there. Mm. I really don't like... The other chariots aren't too... Like, elven chariots are okay. They probably cost a bit more, too. Yeah. These, these guys just don't... Because at 115 and 175 points, that's not breaking the bank by any stretch of the imagination. Oh, they're, they're not, not expensive. Just better options. And the, the footprint is super big mm. if you've got a lot of tomb king chariots and you want to use them take these guys <laughs> make sure they have pathfinder if you got if you're taking a horde uh, nimble's not a bad one if you're going to go to, down that path the big unit yeah um, that works also you've still got to keep away from terrain otherwise they're going to be slapping yeah that's why you take the pathfinder yeah um but there are other units that will compete for that 
Mm. I think this is low on the take list. Um, if you're desperate for points and you want something that can has the potential of doing some damage from mm. and and shoot <laughs> occasionally, this uh, plus one speed. Plus one speed's probably not a bad one. Yeah, but again, there's other things that compete. I don't know. I just don't. I've used them a couple of times, and when combats don't work out, they just get charged in the flank, and it's all over. Mm. I can see, like, if you've got a couple of characters with Surge and one of the dudes with the extra Surge spell, uh, mark these guys forward, pivot 90, so they're looking at the side of your opponent, and then Surge 20, if you can, into the flank. <laughs> um, that might be fun to watch. But I don't see these guys seeing much table time in uh, any sort of effective list. No, and the thing is, even if they do get in the flank, if the unit survives and they counter charge, you you lose the best part of the chariot anyway. You lose the thunderous charge. Mm, all over Red Rover, defense <laughs> four. Yeah, they're not going to last. No, nah. So what I would say, just I'd be taking regiments if I was going to use them. Mm-hmm. Sit back and shoot. Use like a, an anvil of revenants or mummies or something that can stick around, mm. and try and angle them so you can get a flank charge with the chariots. Yeah, mm. you'd need to move these guys forward a little bit for that to happen. Yeah. Then you've got something in front of you as well. Yeah. Now you're you probably going to have to move them a wee bit anyway, so you yeah. can get in range to shoot as well. So you hit on sixes with your anger yeah. jacks. Yep. Sounds tops. Yep. Uh, Next. Uh, pass. <laughs> what do we got? Revenant Worm Riders. Um, what kind of worms are they? Maybe I'll have to read the fluff in a sec. Uh, these are Regiment and Horde, as you'd expect. Speed 6, which isn't very fast, but they have melee 4, defense 5, which is good. Uh, shining Light here is 12 and 24 attacks on the Horde, and as usual, the 1417 Fearless Nerve. 135 and 210 points, so that's reasonably cost effective. A crushing 1, Thunder 1. So obviously punchy characters here, no range, decent defense, lots of attacks, doesn't cost a whole lot, um, crushing thunder's good, Yep. these guys are good, better uh, than the chariots I'd say. But way better than the chariots. If you need 40 points, drop from the horde to the horde, but then there's a huge footprint increase. These guys don't shamble, so that's something that you got to take note. Yeah, they are only speed 6 though, mm. so they're a bit slower. So your plus 1 to speed might help here. Yep. Um, I think that's a good choice, seeing as speed 6 is quite short, and you, there's a good chance of being charged first. Yep. Yeah, either that, or if you've got a you know, scavenger unit or something you can use to throw in front of them, even a troop of cavalry would swarms. work. Swarms. Swarms are good with the vanguard, the initial mm. vanguard move. Um, anything uh, that will slow your opponent down slightly. Yep. Or get you the first charge, rather than them the first charge. Yep. Pathfinder is not as big a deal breaker here because they've still got crushing in their melee force. So, I mean, you don't want to be hitting on fives, but it's not going to be the end of the world yep. if they don't have it. Because um, if you take a couple of hordes like I would want to do, um, one of them's going to be, be missing out. Um, solid unit, two ten points. Yep, go for it. Yep, very Next. good. Uh, I got the oh, we've moved into monsters. Grr, monsters. So we've got the scorpion husk. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy is speed 6, melee 4 up, no range attack, defense 5, 8 attacks, uh, fearless at 14 for the route, and 145 points. For that, you get crushing strength 2, shambling, uh, vanguard, and vicious. 
Hmm. These have a place. The Vanguard, uh, that could help depending on certain armies. Defense 5, crushing 2 is very good. Um, speed 6 is a bit naff though. He's a bit slow. Yeah. Hmm. Just with my experience fighting against these things, um, it could just be the way that you're using them, but I find a couple of rounds of shooting and plink, they're gone. Especially if they're vanguarding, then they're going to be in range where everything else yeah. isn't. Yep. So, lower nerve. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but there has been a few times where I've tried to punch them in the face and Defence 5 has helped. Um, but that's probably because I'm doing it with things without any kind of... Cr crushing your thumbs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 145 oh. points for a monster. Mm. He's alright. He's okay. He's, nothing. He's, he's not brilliant, but he's not terrible. I think the Vanguard's the probably key point there that you want to be building the list with. Yep. Um, but since he's a monster, you can't really take any items. Let's move on to the next one. Yep. One of the Bonefellas. These guys, Bone Giant, uh, speed 7, melee 4, defense 5, like the other monster. Attacks, like the other giants, 1d6 plus 6, and he is Fearless 19 for 190 points, and that gives you Brutal Crushing 3, Shamble and Strider. So, a nice mix of giant there with the bonus of not being able to waver. Uh, shambling, to get into those flanks easier. Yeah, he's pretty good. Strider's a handy little, little rule to have as well, I think. This guy, I kind of got to compare him to the one underneath him. The, when, uh, the behemoth. Yeah, because it's the same cost. Same cost. Um, they do vary a little bit. I mean, you could take one of each if you really wanted to. Well, how about we just run through the stats of the reanimated behemoth now, and then we can yep. talk about them compare. in tandem. Yep. So the behemoth has speed 6, melee 4, no ranged attack, uh, 6 up defense, 9 attacks, fearless 16 at 190 points. The base size does change for this guy. He's 50 by 100. Mm. Uh, crushing strength 3, and he has shambling. Mm. Uh, mm. You can also equip him with a light balefire catapult, range 36, indirect, uh, 5 to hit, 1 attack, and it's blast D3 plus 2. It's piercing 1 with vicious, um, uh, and that costs points. you 20 points. Yeah. Now, that range 5, that's not just 5 to hit. It's ranged 5, so if he moves, it goes to 6. and 6 is, yeah. Yeah, um, I don't don't think the catapult is actually worth the twenty points. No, I don't think so. Uh, it depends if you're taking more of a shooty list than take it because he's speed six, so it'll take a couple of turns to get into combat. You might get really lucky and roll that six to hit something, mm. uh, but then it's only blast D three plus two piercing one. So yeah. mm, nah. Right, I mean maybe if you're playing a gun line with a couple of catapults and the likes, mm. then sitting him back and waiting and that kind of adds to theme as well yeah gives them something to do when they do anything yeah i just think you could spend the 20 points better elsewhere mm. but anyway comparing the two um giants slightly slightly faster mm -hmm. uh the giants uh one less defense uh but higher nerve and the attacks i don't know could be it less could or round more. out the same because if you halve the 1d6 then you've got a, a nine with the nine, plus six yeah yeah. Uh, so Behemoth has a more consistent output. Yep. Um, he's not brutal though. Defense six is pretty good. Defense six is good. Lower nerve still is worrying. Yeah. Um, the, another thing you got to consider is the base size when you're um, when you're a shambling unit as well. Yes. You, you have got to be careful of your pivots. Mm, I don't know. And Strider is another one that gives a tick to the bone giant in my books. So for our armoring. And R-ing. I would think that these are fairly close. Oh, so they, you can they're definitely take either yep. without any worries. 
Um, I would like to take both. I'll probably end up going the Bone Giant just because of the smaller footprint. Yep. Um, but I had some, I had a pretty awesome looking um, Sphinx that I converted with some pretty magnificent wings, which I got rid of because I wasn't doing anything with them, <laughs> uh, which is a bit of a shame. But that's the hoarder in me. <laughs> uh, if you've got a cool unit, take him instead of the giant. No harm done. Yeah. Um, oh, he's, he's definitely the behemoth's not bad. He's, yeah. He's as good, I would say. I just think that the Bone Giant's a wee bit better, but that's me. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, let's zip over to second Bone Fella, Bone Dragon. Um, you're a fan of this one. You've named yours. How about you go through yes. it? Yes. Uh, I call mine Barry the Bone Dragon. Uh-huh. Bazza. Uh, Bazza. He's a legend. Uh, <laughs> he has speed 10, melee 4, no ranged attack, defense 4, uh, nine attacks. He's fearless at 17 for the route value and he's 200 points. He's crushing strength three, has fly and shambling. Mm-hmm. Yes. So how have you found this guy since you've used him a fair bit? At first, I didn't think much of him, mm-hmm. mainly because he was getting shot up with defense four and wasn't really getting all that far. Mm. You start teaming him up with a winged pharaoh and surging him into flanks and stuff, he becomes quite good. Yes. Quite, quite good. <laughs> it makes you think about what's mm. going to happen. Yeah. Um, speed 10 is big. Uh, with the fly ability, you can hang around the back of your army, jump over the top when it's time to push him into the flank, and go for it. Mm. Um, no at the double, though. So your first turns are fairly slow, um, which I found, like, I can just zip... 20 inches with my gargoyles behind dudes to get out of the way or into something I want. Um, but having that pharaoh there is key. You can't have this guy out by himself because defense forward just doesn't last. And he doesn't have the movement to be alone either. No. And he's a bit uh, more expensive than the giant and behemoth. Yep. Only 10 points more, but for a defense four fella, you want to protect him. Yep. You're going to need to be surging him into combats most of the time I'd be imagining and you don't want to just flap him no, into a combat no don't go head on no that is um, bad bad he doesn't work like a normal dragon no <laughs> he doesn't because <laughs> mm. you'll you'll have a very sad bury the bone dragon if you do that uh huh pile of bone dragon <laughs> yeah uh, it's very very good used well on flanks or jumping over the top of your own units and then surging in to a combined combat mm-hmm. with another unit. Very good at doing that. And going by our current meta, he's a flying monster, so you've got to take him to win. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so take a bone dragon. That's right. Or two. <laughs> Barry and Betty bone dragons. Yeah. <laughs> All right, enough of that nonsense. Uh, let's get into the war engines. Starting off with a Balefire Catapult. It's fairly stock standard stuff here. Um, speed 5, range 5, defense 4, 1 attack, 11 nerve, which is... Fearless, and 100 points. It's a f- decent hitter in Blast, D6 plus 2, Indirect Piercing 2, uh, Reload, Shambling, and Vicious. So the Vicious helps there. Like most Catapults, take a couple for efficiency. Yep. Uh, when they yeah. hit, they hit. When they don't, they don't. Pretty sure this is exactly the same as the Undead one. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any difference. Yeah. Take a few, otherwise it's probably not worth worth your time. Yeah. If you've got 100 points, it's better off going somewhere else. Mm. Next. Next. Uh... We'll do we'll do the soul snare. Uh-huh. Okay. What is the soul snare? He is or it is 
I don't even know what it is. It's a, a swirling legend. mystical energies of the soul snare float ominously above the ground, radiating malevolence. Ooh. Go on. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing this is meant to be the casket takeoff. Anyway, mm. this guy is speed five, uh, no melee attack, no ranged attack, defense four, uh, no attacks, fearless, uh, 15 for the route, 150 points. For that, you get heal four, lightning bolt six, reload, and stealthy. Mm. A bit of a um, combi tool here because of the heal and lightning. Uh, and stealthy, so I would be keeping him just to the side of units, moving him forward with the rest of the army, healing and zapping things. If you move, you can't shoot. Because of reload. Yeah. Mm. So you just got to move up and then wait for the combat if you're going to be pushing forward, or sit back and shoot. Yep. Uh, this thing used to be really OP in, in the beta, but it's changed a lot. I don't know if I'd actually take it I as it is. I think lightning six is pretty good, and heal four, so... Just sit it on the 12 inch line, you're going to be able to hit most things. Mm. I think he's okay. Defense 4 is meh, but he's fearless 15, which is fairly high, um, especially Lightning for a war bolts, engine. P- Lightning bolt's piercing one, isn't it? Yeah, and 24 yeah. inch range. So that's not too bad, I guess. That's mm. alright. I enjoy Lightning Bolt in high numbers, and this is it, so I'd be taking this guy if I could for some long range shooting. Uh, coupled with your Guardian Archers, maybe a couple of Cavalry Faults, this gives you a decent amount yeah. of range. Heal 4 That's is also good. pretty good. Yeah, if everything's in combat and you can't shoot anything, the heal's okay. Mm. Um, so you just got to be careful of flying characters or War Machine Hunters, uh, yeah. because they're not going to be shooting at it at this, because of the stealthy. There's not much point doing that. So you yep. just got to make sure that it doesn't get into combat. All those super quick fanguarding first turn charges if you're going to put it on the 12 inch line yeah mm. Mm. is it right yeah next uh, next the monolith uh this is a weird war engine bit of a support piece more than anything this has no speed no melee no ranged no attacks defense 5 fearless 18 and only 80 points this guy uh he is advanced deployment the base is 75 so by 75 mil so a bit of a weirder size there um and you can't increase it with your exceptional base sizes so no gaming the system and trying to make a 15 by 15 block uh this is height for and inspiring which is key and any um anyone within six inches of the monolith that is friendly and non-allied they get plus two to their spells so if your surge eight goes to surge 10 lightning six goes to lightning eight so on and so forth um, pure support piece. Yep. Inspiring just, and spell buff. I'll just read the advanced deployment rule, if you like. Mm-hmm. Units with this rule must be deployed immediately after players have chosen sides, but before any other units are deployed. If both players have one or more units with this rule, then the player who chose the table side sets theirs up first. So you're making sure your army revolves around this. You have to if you're going to take it. Yep. So you have to think about where you're putting it in terms of you having it straight up the front or and making sure that the, there's enough room on the sides for um, your blocks to still get the inspiring or any wizards to be able to shoot. Or if you pop it a little bit further back from the 12 inch and having units in front of it. And I think in that case, you're sitting and waiting for the opponent to come to you. Yep. Good if you're taking a lot of spellcasters. Yeah, the extra surge is going to be handy. Um, if I was going to take it, I would be taking a pretty aggressive army that was going to move move forward quite a bit. I'd be placing that 
uh, the monolith similar to how we described the Night Stalker one, the portal. Mm-hmm. So try and keep it protected a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> if you can. <laughs> Uh, and then get your mages around it to get mm. the full effect of uh, its ability. So this is also a living legend, so you can only take one of them, because mm. otherwise that'd be bodge 80 points for an inspiring spell buff fella. Yeah, it's it's a really odd unit. I think you've really got to think about how you're going to use it if you're going to put it in your list. Mm. Uh, pretty good uh, modelling opportunities, because you can have a larger base, Um height four so it's this big fairly impressive monolith could make your was, army look nice i was just thinking you could hide your big gribbly behind it until he gets a bit close <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes that is <laughs> something you could do it'll cover your, before, your big gribblies before i was saying just hide it somewhere and now i'm saying hide the big monster behind <laughs> the, the big tower thing or whatever it is the monolith. well it's defense five for us 18 yeah it'll take a bit of a beating before it goes down hmm hmm yeah. All right. We're into characters now. First one is Revenant Champion. Uh, this guy is speed 5, melee 4, no ranged attack, defense 5, 4 attacks, uh, fearless at 14 for route and 85 points. It's crushing strength 1, individual, uh, and he's inspiring to Revenants only. Uh, and you also have the options to put him on a mount, so he can increase his speed to 8 and he changes to a hero cav for 15 points. Yep. He's okay. He's alright. Individual inspiring, um, revenants only, but there's a fair few revenant units. Uh, revenants on foot and on worms. You've got chariots uh, before, so that's it. <laughs> uh, he's, he's very average. I'd, I'd never be able to find the points in a list for him. Maybe if I was going heavy revenant, he'd I mean, be worthwhile. Crushing one, four attacks, defense he five. Is- He's just very okay. Yeah, it's very, very okay. <laughs> uh, items, he's a hard one, because he's not super offensive. Nah, I would be keeping him as cheap as possible. Yeah. I mean, you can put him on a horse if you want to. Depending on your list, just to keep yeah. up. But don't expect him to be winning games. I, I just wonder, like, for the 85 points you're paying for him, I know he's got a few attacks and he inspires revenants only, mm. but would would you be better off just taking a, an army standard bearer for fifty points? Um, then the standard bearer is uh, forced into the non-combat role. At least this guy can hit with four attacks if he needs to. He's only hitting on fours. Yeah, it's okay. It's not fives. Mm. Uh, yeah. Eighty-five points. Yeah, I'd be putting him on a horse if I'm taking lots of cav. If I'm taking blocks of revenants, yeah, blocks of revenants, or well, if you can take worm riders, the next guy's probably a bit more relevant. Mm. But if yeah, if you just want the inspiring, then obviously you just go the cheaper option. Yep. At least this guy can punch stuff. Yeah. No, he can. He can do a little bit. Yeah, I wouldn't do much to him in terms of items. Nah. Nah. All right. Let's give him a worm instead of a mount. That costs 135. Revenant champion on worm gives speed six, so he's a little bit faster. Melee 4, still the same. Defense 5, still the same. 7 attacks instead of 4. The nerve is the same. Feel is 14. Um, in addition to the crushing 1, he is Thunderous 2, still only inspiring revenants, and he's no longer individual. So flanks count. And being flanked counts. Yeah. Um, maybe the better option, if you want to go punchy-punchy. Yeah, he's alright. Because um, crushing 1, Thunder 2 with 7 attacks is not bad. That's pretty good. Yeah. He, he's, I don't mind this guy. Um, losing individual hurts hurts a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah, in terms of being shot at, but mm. hiding behind your cav until 
he's needed. Yeah. The other thing is, you, at one thirty-five points, he compares to the the point cost of a revenant worm regiment as well. Mm-hmm. So what do you get? Difference. You get a couple of extra attacks. Um, the inspiring. And the inspiring, and which the extra, is the key thing there, I think. And the extra thunderous by the looks. Yeah. So yeah. thunder two instead of one. Okay. So there are reasons to take him. No, he's not bad. Yeah. I, I think he's better than the normal Revenant champion. Because mm-hmm. uh, at least if he makes a combat, he'll do something. Unlike the uh, Revenant champion on foot or horse, whichever, whichever one you take, this guy will get extra attacks for charging flanks or rears. Mm. Um, magic items? Uh, you could go defensive because this guy is going to be more frontline since he's more punchy-punchy. Mm. Um, so if you had no other characters that needed saving, the extra defense would help. Um, I wouldn't add extra crushing because I don't see the point. No. I wouldn't give him Pathfinder either because of his small footprint. You should be able to avoid anything there. Um, I wouldn't give him any spells, elite or vicious, if no one else had it. Uh, maybe. Was, that's br- what I was thinking. Brutal. Elite, elite or vicious is probably one of the better two for him. If he's combo charging, brutal might help. Yep. Yep. Just. Make sure it, um, he combo charges because you don't want him running in by himself because he probably won't last. No, no. Plus one speed might be another one if you haven't used it already. Yep. Uh, I wouldn't keep him faster than the Worm Riders that I would be protecting with or inspiring. Yep. I'd want to keep them all at the same speed. Yeah, keep him in the same spot. Just means if there is a longer charge required from him, he might be able to make yeah. it as well. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't think I'd give you much else. No, sounds good. Mm. Next. Next. Uh, everyone's favourite, Armonite Pharaoh. Uh, this guy is a teeny tiny hero. Infantry, speed 5, melee 3, which is pretty boss. Defense 6, which is pretty boss. 5 attacks, which is pretty boss for a little fella. Uh, Fearless 16 at 155 points. Added on to his deliciousness of stats there. Crushing 2, individual, inspiring. Regen 5 and Surge 8. He is a Swiss army knife in a Swiss army knife. He is a bomb. Uh, most people take him with the flying boots so he can fang into dudes with defense 6 and really not really give any poops. Defense 6, Fearless 16, Regen 5. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty tough. He is pretty good. Um, yeah. Would you, Without the wings, what role do you see him playing? Uh, he's pretty slow. I would also consider... The le- Boots of Levitation. So I can march and or go at the double and cast. That's right. Yeah, that's not a bad one. That's just to make sure that your casting's in the right position to push in the right direction. Yeah. Um, if you're keeping him on foot, extra surge could be handy, but it's probably better off on a, on a priest. Plus one regen, but... <laughs> that's if you really 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 don't want him going anywhere um uh, yeah would, just I increasing that mobility yeah probably won't wouldn't use anything other than wings but mm-hmm. that's a that's a common thing mm. everyone does it mm. which means it's not good no if it's plus one it's not good there shouldn't no. be any plus ones in the game <laughs> yeah shouldn't be no. so let's let's put him on a chariot instead of giving him wings for like any good ammonite pharaoh should mm. what happens so he goes up in speed to seven, uh, same melee, same... Oh, sorry, lower defense. He's gone down to five plus because he's on a chariot. Because he's easy to hit. Yep. He he gets an extra two attacks for having street cred. And <laughs> yeah. 
He goes to... He's, he's got, got ponies. Ponies on the chariot. <laughs> yeah. to the attack. <laughs> same nerve, and he goes up in points to 195. Uh, you also have to give him a bigger base. Chariot 50 base. 50 by 100. Yep. Uh, he's crushing strength 2, inspiring... Regen 5, Surge 8, but he also gets Thunderous Charge 1. So he punches a bit better. He is no longer individual, so he any flanks are going to be much more effective. He's yep. fairly punchy in that respect. I think he's pretty good. Hmm. I don't know about the Surge. He, I think if you're yeah, fighting, the, you're not surging, and you can't yeah, just problem, change sorry. facing like the dude on foot can. Yeah. That's the problem with the pharaohs. If you've committed to a combat, mm. you're not being, you're not going to be able to surge. He's far yeah. more balanced than what he was in the beta because I remember playing against the beta version, and that was a pain in the neck because he was. I think he was defense six also, wasn't he? I think he was. Yeah, yeah. I think he got got nerfed in the. Um, so he was super tough and super punchy, and it was a nightmare. So and then you and then you gave him the plus one regen, and he was even more awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hated that guy. Good thing he's gone. Um, this guy, yeah, you don't often see him because most people take the flying fella. Yeah. But I've got a pretty fancy painted Cetra model, which I would love to use, but I don't have the army anymore. I've <laughs> just got that one figure. Um, if you've got a fancy figure, use it. I want to yeah. see more of them on the table. He's certainly not bad. Yeah. Um, he's all right. Comes down to your army composition. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have... Uh, fairly mobile or cav heavy this guy could probably fit in he could replace one of the hordes or regiments yep I'd rather take this guy instead of the horde of chariots so as would I yep magic items on this guy as we discussed maybe defense 6 if no one else is worth putting it on yep um, extra hitting is always good maybe a lead on this guy it makes his punching better and his surges work better plus one regen Plus one regen still works for him. Plus one regen works for him. A few choices there. Mm. Yep. I wouldn't put right. anything else on him. No, I don't think there's much point putting mm. anything else on him. Move on to the next one. Next one, uh, we have the Cursed High Priest. He's like a high priest, but cursed. Uh, speed 5, melee 5 defense for 1 attack. Nerve 13 fearless. 120 points. Um, individual inspiring, which is pretty good for a mage. Surge 10, which is better than the other fellas. And he's got a swathe of options. Heal 4 for 15 points. Uh, or you can swap Surge for Heal, and you get that for free. Uh, Wind Blast for points. Breath 12. And Vicious for 20 points, which is a nice little combo. Put him on a Pony for Speed 8 for 15 points. And that also changes his um, class, I guess, from Hero Infantry to Hero Cav, as you would yep. expect. Yep. If you're doing a lot of surging, take this guy. If you want a lot of healing, take these guys. I'd probably take two. Yeah, try and squeeze two in to most armies. I do like the idea of putting him on a horse and then giving him breath. Yeah. That's not a huge point investment for someone uh, who runs about breathing bad breath on people. <laughs> Cursed breath. Good for getting rid of pesky gargoyles, mm. um, things that flap about around Any behind chaff. you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know how else. What else are you going to breathe at? I suppose stuff. The other thing you can do, like, the other undead is breathe on something and then surge with another caster mm. into that unit. So you could this give this guy the boots of levitation if you're putting on a pony that would work, or you could do the um, double cast for a turn. Yeah, I don't know about the one-off thing. I mean, 
It's going to be very situational. It is, but it's cheaper. Mm. Uh, I probably wouldn't take Windblast. Nah, Windblast seems kind of pointless. That's what you take your Guardians for. Yeah. Not for their combat ability, but for the Windblast. Heal for... I used to take heal on these guys, uh, and it's good, but it it's only heal four. Yeah. Heal four is better than most. Usually it's um, heal three, or yeah. in the nature one, it's heal two. Um, I think if you've... If you're taking a higher defense army, heal's probably the way to go, because it just makes the defense five and six is more annoying to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, so, slave guardians, mummies, revenants, heals, not a bad choice. Yep. I think uh, maybe if you're taking a couple of the uh, reanimated behemoths, they've got life leech and now they've got heal four backing them up. Oh, certainly, certainly not bad. Just not not overly. Brilliant. I suppose it depends. If all your units are in close combat, you can keep them, mm. keep them going, which is good. Gives you a bit of choice. It's just whether you're willing to spend the points. Yeah. And how much you're going to kit them out. Yeah, you don't want to spend them too much because then they make them juicy targets. Mm. So you take one or two options at the most. Two options. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I try and the other thing I try to keep these guys on horses. Mm-hmm. Mainly because at speed five, if Something does get behind you. The priests are generally the juiciest target because they are... <laughs> you want them to get away. Mm, yeah. Uh, they're an inspiring source, so if you kill that, yes. then you're in a bit of trouble. That makes them easier targets for magic, though, because they'll be sitting up behind infantry, so you have to keep it behind cav or behind... Um, Large infantry. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So keep that in mind when you're thinking about putting them on horses. Mm. And it's only 15 points for extra speed, so... Yep. If you can do it. Um, all right, we'll magic drop down items? to... Do you want to do magic items uh, on him first? Haven't we discussed that? No, you just did Yeah, let's talk about the boots or... Ah, oh, okay. All right, well, I Elite would might work if you go on super spell heavy. Extra surge for me is one that I would put on, and it's not to do a stupid long surge. <laughs> but it can. can be. It can. It can. For me, it's more so about um, guaranteeing a surge to make it. Because right. I roll like a Muppet. If you roll poorly, sure. So um, if I need five inches to surge into something, I'll probably need about 20 dice to get That's it. a long surge for you, five <laughs> inch. Yeah, <It> unlikely. <laughs> I mean, sh- normally you'd be hoping two or three inches at the most and then surge 10, you think you should be okay, but unless yeah. it's you. Yeah, um, it's me. Yeah. Mm. All right, move on to the next one. All right. The cheap fella, Undead Army Standard Bearer. Uh, speed 5, melee 5, defense 4, 1 attack, the uh, wavering, no, so he's fearless, 13, 50 points, individual inspiring, shambling, and you can put him on a pony for 15 points, this guy, oh, watch out, um, give him the uh, crystal of blowing up, <laughs> it's not as stupid as it sounds, well it is, because he's defense 4 and no 13, <laughs> yeah, but he's only 50 points, and that puts it up to 100 points for something that's going to get shut off and explode. Yeah, it, it's true. Um, I played Stacks Thursday night, Yeah, and he used that um, bomber item on a Dwarf Ranger Captain. The difference what, there is Vanguard yeah, yeah. and not well, Shambling. Got him, got him on a horse, he might get there. But all he did was plonk him in front of a unit, and I couldn't do anything about it except try and burn him. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And he just got in the way and stopped me. So I mean, it's probably not going to happen with the army bearer because he's nerve thirteen and he's only speed eight, shambling. So he's not getting there in a hurry. Yeah, it doesn't mean he has to. 
go out straight in front. You could be playing a gunline army, step no. back, and then just go over the top. Healing item or grenades or boomstick. I'm tempted to try the bomb. Do it. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> I want to see him explode. That would be hilarious, and we'll film uh, it. I don't think it um, does anything when you get shot at things. No, but in my head it does. Oh, okay. Slow motion and... <laughs> anyway, yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. Idol of Shobik, legendary fella. So this hero is a monster. Speed 7, melee 3, defense 6, 10 attacks, ELS 18 at... 350 points. Um, he's got a few rules, though. The aura of Shobik, because he's so cool, he's got his own aura. All friendly non-allied units within six have the Iron Resolve special rule, which is pretty sweet. Uh, he is a stomper with crushing four. He also has heal six um, shambles. He strides and he's very inspiring. Hmm, Biggin, you've taken it a few times. What do you think? He's pretty good. He's very expensive. you got to be very Very careful. expensive. Very expensive. Um... Good for keeping your your big units hanging around, like your enslaved guardians. That'd be good, really, really good in an infantry-based army, I think, where you can use your bubble to mass effect. Mm. And healing, keeping them alive, and then iron resolve to make sure that they're healing mm. and very inspiring. Uh, so it just kind of forces that big bubble. Yep. And if need be, run in and punch things in the head, which is what I do yeah. in the last few turns. Just don't get too ambitious with him like I have a couple of times because yeah. he just dies. Yeah, in the last few turns, <laughs> run him out and punch things. Because yeah. um, otherwise you just take a giant if you're after that. And he's 150 points cheaper, 160 mm. points cheaper. Yep, no, I, I quite like the, the idol. He's kind of cool. Mm. Bit, bit different. Mm. Yeah, that $350 price tag is probably out of my range. Uh, unless I'm tailoring a list around this guy, because if uh, I'm taking him, have to. got to protect him at all costs. Yep. And make sure that his rules work to the best of their abilities. Mm. But I've always been afraid of him when he was on the table, because 10 crushing 4 attacks, hitting on 3s. Uh, yeah. yeah. And he's, because he's shambling too, you can pivot him and shamble into units that get behind mm. or in your flank or whatever as well. So. And he's, he's got the speed a... 7 to move into that position. Yeah, he's quite quite a versatile unit. Mm. Mm. He's a good mm. Um Can't take any items with him. No. How about we discuss if there's any allies that you would take with this army? Mm. Well, what do you think it lacks? It lacks probably some fairly reliable high-speed punch. Um, how about you take some uh, vampire knights? From the army uh, of yeah. I dead. Yep, Soul Revikov or yeah. um, what are the other ones called? Revenant Cavalry, is it? They are, yep. Yeah. Which would be better than the Skeleton Cav. <laughs> yeah, oh, way better. Um, but I would take either of those. I don't think it's missing much else. You've got two levels of shooting with your archers and um, who's it? Guardian archers. Mm-hmm. In... I think shooting is pretty well covered in mm. this list. I don't think you need to worry about shooting. Enslaved Guardian archers are pretty much. The exact same as the Ogre Shooter equivalent. Mm-hmm. Is that what they're called? Ogre Shooters. Ogre Shooters, yeah. yeah. Uh, whites might be an idea for a more solid punching large infantry unit. I mean, yep. Guardian Archers do have Crushing 2, but Whites are 3. Yeah, uh, Wraiths for flying. But the only thing is, with all of these undead allies, you're going to be wanting to take 
characters to support them. Yeah, that's the problem. So you get one, one unit in a character, maybe two units if you if they're small. Yep. Uh, so if we're not going undead, what else are we taking? If you don't want to spend your points on inspiring characters, go down the Night Stalker mm-hmm. route. Um, I mean, you could go Nightmares for speed. They're quite quick. Mm. Uh, even Fiends. Fiends are super quick. Yes, they are. They're pretty good. Mm. You don't want to outpace the rest of the... The list, yeah, that's yeah. the problem. I think you go from one extreme to the other, it's not going to help. Uh, I reckon the Ogre Boomers would be a pretty good choice. These are the guys that follow the rest of your army. I mean, their speed is decent and they've got a breath weapon so they're shooting above over the heads of other things because they're a bit taller what's their breath attack it's the same as um the rest of the horde so it'll be 918 i'm pretty sure with the piercing yeah that's pretty good yeah that's probably not not a bad option yeah that's what i would go uh just thinking of the other lists if you want a lot of drops maybe take some cheap goblins that can clog up the rest of the opponents while you Aim for flanks. Yep. Um, Ratkin would do the same thing as goblins. Yep. Cheap units. Hmm. If, uh, I suppose, artillery from another army might be an idea. Yeah, but, but we just went over that. We didn't really need the extra <laughs> shooting. Yeah. There's, there's not a lot that they're missing out on. Yeah. yeah I think that's think it. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. So that's the army in a couple of different nutshells. How about we go through lists that we've written? Example yep. lists that we think are good, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> How about you go through yours first? Okay. So here is my 2000 point list. I haven't mm-hmm. played this one yet, but mm-hmm. very have played very similar lists in the past. So I have a regiment of mummies with the casket. Mm-hmm. I have a horde of enslaved guardians with the casket and blessing of the gods. Uh, then I have the enslaved guardian archers. I have a horde of them with the plus one to hit. Mm-hmm. Two regiments of swarms. Mm-hmm. One horde of worm riders. Yep. Uh, one bone giant. Yep. One bone dragon. Yep. The pharaoh with wings. Of course. I've got a cursed high priest on foot because I didn't have enough points to put him on a horse. <laughs> Dude misses out. Yeah. Uh, and what's he have? He has breath attack. 12 he doesn't have vicious. a pony. That's what. <laughs> and surge. Yeah, he doesn't have a pony, that's for sure. Uh, he, but his friend does. He has a pony and he has breath attack 12 and vicious. And he's also got the extra surge. So he goes to surge 14, I think it is. If it gives it an extra four. Yep. I think it's plus four. I'll have a look. Pretty anyway. good. Hmm. So yeah, it's an extra four. Bit of a mixed bag list. What do you think it's doing? Uh, mummies, enslaved guardians, generally are the middle line for me, mm-hmm. uh, backed up by worm riders. The swarms usually sit in front of the mummies and the enslaved guardians, or alternatively, I would put a unit in front of the worm riders. Um, bone giant's also another supporting unit. The bone dragon usually pairs up with the pharaoh yep. uh, for flank surge attacks. Uh, worm riders can do a similar thing. They could could be with the pharaoh and the bone dragon if they wanted to be or on the opposite flank um, the only issue with those worm riders is speed six yeah so that's why i think i'd have to keep them close to the middle yeah comes down I, I don't know if there's an objective i want to take maybe i could hang them out i might force the opponent to put something down on the side of the table and then go back the other way i don't know mm. i don't know there's a few things I, I think i could do with the worm riders i need to play with them a bit more i think they're quite an interesting unit mm. yes mm. but 
that's my 2000 point list. I need to play test it and try and squeeze some more things in there if I can. <laughs> <laughs> See what you can drop. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Uh, a bit of a different list. I've gone fairly Revenant heavy, starting off with two regiments of um, Revenants. One of them has the Scrying Gem, because I like that item. Yep. Um, then I've got the Enslaved Guardian Archers with the Brew of Plus One, because uh, two units, two regiments of Scavengers, like I was saying previously, I, I would use these as I use my current Bildorf Gargoyles getting in the way of things and maybe flying over the top of things in a, on occasion. Um, but these guys will probably sit in front of the Worm Riders or trying to stop other opponents charging into my two hordes of Worm Riders. One has the Blessing of the Gods, the other has Chance of Hate, so Elite and Fishes, both mm-hmm. one or the other. Obviously, punchy punchy. They are going to be coupled with a Revenant Champion on Worm, and these got the Pipes of Terror for the Brutal. Um, these should all be going in together. Um... A soul snare will be sitting near the revenants uh, and zapping things and healing if need be. If I'm in range, like if I get first turn, I'll probably move him forward first because he's not going to be shooting anything. And that move plus the heal should be in range um, for any combats that happen turn three or four. Um, Floating around by himself is going to be the bone giant. He'll probably take some shots, uh, distract from the worm riders, hopefully. and I've got a Revenant Champion who's going to try and add some extra wounds with the Revenants. So if someone comes in to the Revenants to try and take them out, the Revenant Champion adds a couple of crushing strength, strength hits which the Revenants don't have. Yep. He's also got the healing charm, so when he's not doing anything there, he can try and heal. Yep. Um, and lastly, I've got a Cursed High Priest on horse. Uh, he has the Breath Attack 12 and Vicious upgrade, and I've given him the Boots of Levitation, so he's less inspiring, more running around burning things, so marching 16 turn, burn. Yep. 16 turn, burn, 16 turn, burn, and then maybe die. Um, <laughs> his defense 4 and 13 wavering is not great. But no. from experience with my Bizzle Dwarfs, with my um, Iron Caster on Flying Mount, with essentially the same kit, with uh, the Breath Attack's probably not as good, yep. it, that worked well. This guy's cheaper. Yep. Now, if they're shoot, shooting at him, they're not shooting at the rest of your army anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably not worth shooting at unless. No. Yeah. If there's a few different threat, um, th- a few different targets here that are worth shooting at. So you solid block with the revenants, and then you've got the fairly punchy dudes on worms, backed up by the scavengers to make sure they get the charge. Guardian archers to make sure people stay honest and make sure they come to me. The small soul snare. Bleh, 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 bleh. Soul Snare does a bit of both with the healing and life uh, and lightning bolt. Um, I didn't know what to do with 190 points if I wanted the Bone Giant or the Behemoth. I thought Bone Giant because of his small footprint. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah, that's one of the big selling points for me. Mm. You'll be very careful with that Behemoth, I think. Yeah, I'll have to write a couple of lists. I'm never going to play with these things. I've stopped my army. What am I talking about? Unless I borrow yours. Um <laughs> But I think they're quite different, those armies, apart from the Guardian Archers with the brew of yeah. Always Take. Um, yeah. How do you think this army goes as a whole? I think it's not too bad at all, really. You're going you're gonna to hold a lot of things up for quite a bit of time, and I think that's what you need so your, your Worm Riders and the likes can get in flanks or support a combat that they need to get into. Mm. Um, You've got, you got enough shooting to take down annoying little chaff units, as you said, you've got that guy on the horse with the burning ability, and it doesn't mean he has to burn every turn. If 
you need a combat, he can surgeon in. And he's still inspiring. Yeah. So you've got a lot of multi-role yeah. units, which is good. Got to cover all the bases. Hmm. Yep. And as uh, army in itself, the Empire of Dust as a whole, what do you think? Love it. I, I think it's probably my favourite army. Well, you do have a lot of these figures. I do. Well, I did have a lot, sold a lot, and then bought a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's um, quite a bit different from Undead. I mean, it's the second flavour of Undead, but it's it looks quite different. I mean, you don't have the zombies, you don't have a lot of the different monstrous infantry, or the well, you got war machines and um, yeah. Don't have super heavy cav or anything like that, but that's not really the end of the world. Hmm, quite a bit different. Mm. I, I, I prefer them over normal undead, but that's just me. Yeah, that the, is the just... flavour. <laughs> it's your kind of flavour. Yeah. A bit of a curry instead of, say, a chicken with uh, <laughs> soy sauce on it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think we'll leave it there. Yeah. All right. Um, that's the Empire of Dust. Let us know what you think. Let us uh, read some of your emails. We we'll like your words. Like the Facebook page. Getting a, a bit more traffic there and seeing a few um, pictures of people's armies, which look pretty cool and yeah, work in progress, which is always exciting to see. Um, and I think we'll leave it there. Yeah. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next cast. Bye. Many war games is our aim. From rule books to advice, we cover it all. With the best tactics, we never fall. Ben summons drone all your host every vid. Misfiring, but aiming up ahead. Comment, like, and subscribe today. Keeping you notified and up to date. Come check us out at facebook.com slash direct misfire. Or shoot us over an email at directmisfire at gmail.com.